Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 40 of Swimming Upstream, where we are talking about our May prospect of the month. After being drafted in 2021 and playing his first games pro with Jupiter this year, this man found his groove and turned in an impressive stretch in which he reached base in 23 of 24 games. In the month of May, he hit 267, 360, 465 over that stretch and played very solid defense at all three outfield spots. It's 2021 fifth round pick. Brady Allen. Today, Daniel DeVivo and I are very excited to bring you guys an exclusive interview with Brady in which we go through his growth in the game and as a prospect, breaking into pro ball this year, his recent hot stretch, and much more. So here it is, guys. We hope you enjoy it. Our conversation with Jupiter Hammerheads outfielder Brady Allen. All right, guys, Danny DeVivo and I are so excited to be joined on the show tonight by our May prospect of the month, a man who began his pro career uh, in the minor leagues this year on minor league opening day um, and had a fantastic, fantastic month of May leading into a, a, what's been a pretty good start to June for him as well. He has hits in many of his games here to start this month leading into the middle to now back end of the month of June here uh, with the Jupiter Hammerheads. It's outfielder uh, Brady Allen. So Brady, man, thanks so much for coming on the show. Me and Danny really, really appreciate the time, especially like I just said to you off the air, you know, right after you got off of work. So appreciate it. Thanks for the time. How are we doing? Yeah, doing really good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. So yeah, like I, like I said, me and Danny are just going to take turns going through these questions here um, and uh, we'll see what we get. Um, I'm excited for this interview. I think it's going to be really good. So the first one I got, probably, probably a fun one, but an important question for me. Lakeland, Florida native. So right. growing up, Marlins fan, Braves fan, Rays fan. Where are we at? So my dad's actually from uh, Connecticut. So I was a big Boston fan. All right. Uh, growing up. So All right. nice. All right. Fair, fair. fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, so in Lakeland, we'll go back to high school really quick. In Lakeland, uh, George Jenkins High School in Lakeland, Florida. I have to ask probably another fun question. Being a former Publix employee. Is this named after George Jenkins from Publix? Yes, it is, actually. <laughs> I thought so. I thought so. So um, yeah. in, in line with that with high school, uh, the daddy's going to get the next one here. Uh, just one question on your high school career. Um, great on both sides of the ball, but uh, hitting and pitching, right? But the Yankees drafted you yeah. out of high school as a pitcher, I'm pretty sure, right? So drafted right. out of high school as a pitcher. Um, so, you know, Obviously, you go to US uh, to South Carolina. Uh, obviously, you wanted to go to college. I'm pretty sure, which we'll get to that. But tell us about settling on becoming a full time outfielder. Um, obviously, I know you went through the injury, which we'll get to later on. But do you ever miss pitching? And and what was it like moving from, you know, both in the high school world to now being a full time outfielder? Yeah, I definitely miss pitching. And I tell uh, Dish, our pitching coach, if a position player ever gets to pitch, I'm I'm the first guy up for sure. But uh. Um, I would kind of call myself a thrower in high school. I wasn't really the best pitcher. I just kind of threw a little hard a little bit. And uh, uh, hitting was definitely the, the best uh, future for me, I think. That's cool, man. Um, it looks like a good decision. <laughs> it really does. Uh, by the way, you mentioned, obviously you mentioned hitting. I, I need to get this in there. Um, you are a lefty thrower but uh, right. a righty hitter that, right. you know, is extremely rare. So I have to ask, man, how, how did that come about? Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I have no clue. I've heard it my whole life. It's really rare and it might like set up some roadblocks for me and stuff like that. But 
it's really weird because my brother hits left-handed and throws right-handed. So he's the exact opposite mm-hmm. of me. So I, I, I have no clue how it happened. Or, it just started or, happening. So you, you, yeah. you, write, you write with your left hand. Yeah, everything, everything left-handed besides swinging. So like golf or baseball or anything like that. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, that's cool. That, that is really cool. Um, all right. So on to USC. Um, you, you joined them in 2019, pretty much a shoe-in, a uh, full-time starter in the outfield. Uh, you even had a stretch there, uh, was reading where, where you reached base in 21 straight that year. So 2020 comes around and, and your season is canceled, of course, shortly after right. it started due to the, the, the pandemic. Um, and you go to the Woodbat Summer League where you really had a solid showing there. What did that tenure there um, do for you? And how, how, um, and how positive was it for your growth and just being able to yeah. keep sharp? Yeah. Are you talking about the uh, Coastal Plain League? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, that one was, uh, that was a great time. We were close to home. Uh, we had great teammates. I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, that was the only uh, summer ball league open, or, or one of them. So there was great talent, great arms. Um, our head coach Matt Matt uh, Padgett actually played for the Marlins. He was drafted in the fifth round as an outfielder, so that's really funny. But um, yeah, he was a, he was a great coach. Uh, taught us a lot of the mental side. I think uh, growing up and maturing throughout those years, as you could see, my numbers weren't too good uh, freshman year. But going through those summer balls and just growing up and maturing is uh, understanding more of the mental side of hitting. Not not as much uh, mechanical, but yeah, once once I started to realize that kind of stuff, like what pitches to look for and, and the counts and kind of stuff like that, things started to click a little bit. Of course. And um, we we he, like, we talk, we've spoken to players and everybody had like a different way of coping i guess in 2020 and just different ways to um staying sharp was there anything else that you did apart from going to that league um what was your kind of your strategy to to be able to do that um so so this is uh so i the one struggle i probably had was speed so i really wanted to get fast so i took the off time none of the gyms were really open so uh we would do a lot of like, we called them prison yard workouts. We'd just grab whatever we could and start lifting them. And uh, speed, I got, I definitely got faster than before. So that was a good increase. And that kind of downtime was just, just focused on getting better. And I knew we were going to play again. So just being ready for the next time we did. It's cool, man. Gotcha. So we're up to 2021. Uh, another great season for you. Um, junior year, I believe, right? Uh, South Carolina. Yep. Uh, 276, 376, 516, really selective hitter at the plate, 3450 KBB, which is really good. Um, didn't make an error in the outfield, I don't think. So uh, made, made a really right. good transition, uh, you know, by your junior year to playing the field uh, there at South Carolina. So Marlins come calling round five uh, and you sign, obviously, foregoing your, your senior year. So if you could take us through the phone call, um, how excited were you to sign here? I guess not with your favorite team, which would have been the Red Sox, but with probably the team closest to home, right? With the Marlins. So yeah. obviously your family can come watch you and everything else. Pensacola, when you get there, Jupiter, mm-hmm. um, you yeah, got three teams down here right. you know, f- for the minor league system. So, and then Miami, of course, as well, when you get there. So um, excitement for joining the Marlins. Uh, what do you think about joining this, this uh, organization? It was def- definitely a blessing in disguise. I'll, I'll tell you that. They weren't, um, if, if I had to guess before the draft, what team, it probably wouldn't have been the Marlins, but 
luckily they did because I love everyone here. Everyone here is great. All the, like you said, all the organizations pretty much are in Florida. So close to family and uh, stuff like that. So the phone call was, it was pretty quick, but just telling him how blessed and thankful I was for, for all that and what they've done for me. It's amazing, man. I mean, we always love to hear kind of those, those little stories and that's, it's such an important part of a, of a baseball player's career. And um, it really is cool. But so let's talk a little bit about, about the injury uh, right after the draft. Um, it was Tommy, Tommy John, right? Right. It was the yeah. repair. The repair. Exactly. Um, so obviously that leads, that keeps you out until this season, you go, you know, from that high of being drafted and just immediately go under the knife. So two questions here. Number one, on the mental side of things, how did you deal with that? Um, my family and friends and everyone here actually uh, re really like cheered me up and stuff like that. So mentally, I don't think I, I struggled as much because of the people around me. That's great, man. And, and um, on the recovery process, you know, it was pretty quick. Obviously you're a hitter, not, not a pitcher. So it's probably the full 13, 14 months aren't required. Um, but you were able to get ready in 2022 so, for 22. So how was that build back up? And then most importantly, you know, how, how's it feeling right now? It looks, it's really good. Yeah. Thank you very much. But um, actually going back to the throwing left, hitting right. So that's actually my bottom hand. So that movement is actually easier on, on uh, that ligament than if it was my right. So if I threw right-handed, that kind of move would be a little bit tougher. So that was, that was another blessing in disguise. So that, nice. that was pretty cool too. So <laughs> See, we, we circle back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But um, I, I took that time to uh, work on some, you know, top hand drills. Obviously you want your top hand to be kind of dominant when you hit and uh, to stay through the ball. So I took a lot of time, uh, doing drills with that and kind of stuff like that. Gotcha. Awesome. Uh, so like we said before, um, breaking into pro ball this year for the first time, obviously after you missed some time in your draft year. So breaking into pro ball here with, with Jupiter, um, as we know here in Miami, and I'm sure you're getting to know and probably already do know, it's not the greatest place to hit uh, in terms of being a hitter, but uh, you know, uh, you're breaking into pro ball here for the first time. I'm sure you're seeing things. I'm sure you're recognizing things. Um, I'm sure your, your um, situation and your time in the Coastal Plain League there with the wood bat, I'm sure that helped you out. So um, if you could just tell us about the approach. I mean, it's been that, that month, last month was incredible. Um, you have hits in most of your games here this month as well. So, um, and you've, the patience has permeated from college until now. So if you could just tell us about the approach and how, it's, how you've been able to make that go from collegiate success to pro success here <clears throat> in your first year pro. Right. So, uh, The first year, kind of, uh, I'm, I'm definitely learning a ton. You know, I'm picking the brains of uh, all our hitting hitting directors and hit, our hitting coach here. They're, they're all great and very help, helpful to me. And um, it's it's a lot different. They pitch you different than college. It's um, I was getting pitched away in college. That was kind of the thing and like lower. So I'll get up on the plate. But now they're pitching, you know, high and in. So it's like the complete opposite almost. So uh, just kind of that stuff, a little bit more breaking balls than I'm used to. And uh, yeah, def definitely the stadium. We call it getting deemed if you, when, when you hit a bomb and, and the stadium keeps it in. And so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the main stuff. Yeah, when we see lower averages here when we're evaluating prospects, it's like, okay, it's Roger Dean. It's Florida State League. It, it happens. It is what it is. Uh, but we got two more for you here before we let you get out. I'll let Danny go ahead with his. Go ahead, Dan. That's what the uh, WRC Plus stat is for. You know, like for pitchers who are, sorry, for hitters who – 
like their numbers look average or somehow some in a way the WRC plus what it does is it um it gives you a higher number compared to the rest of the league. So it's like, hey, it's not just it's not the same as triple A, the friggin' PCL. This is a harder league. So that's right. that's pretty cool about those stats. Um so let's let's talk to you a little, a little bit about the defense. You know, we mentioned how good it was for you at college. So we know you you've proven to be a really good outfielder in the corners, but the Marlins have been trying to um just trying you out in center field. So um you know, you have the arm. Do you have, you know, a spot you prefer in the outfield or anywhere um, they, they put you? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable in all three. Um, I play, I've played all three freshman year, played left, sophomore was right in the time that I did play. And then uh, junior year, I played pretty much all center. And um, I'm, I'm very comfortable in center. Um, I've been taking uh, batting practice very seriously, getting reads off that from kind of all over the place. So uh, where, wherever they need to play, wherever they need me to play, I'll be uh, more than happy to. Got you. And then last one before we let you get out of here. We know you got a game early tomorrow <laughs> afternoon, 12 o'clock Sunday in Jupiter. You got to love it, right? So uh, yep. then you get the Monday off day, so that's good too, right? Just keep the schedule. <laughs> right. Helpful. Helpful. Helpful in some ways, but some ways not. Players love it. Players hate it. Anyways, uh, early game tomorrow, so we didn't want to go too long. Great stuff so far tonight. But the last one we got, um, just if you can do one thing this year, whether it be, you know, participate in an event, make an all-star game, whatever it may be, uh, end the season on some kind of note, what is a successful end to 2022 for Brady Allen in minor league baseball? Oh, that's a that's a great question. And um, if, I, if I had to pick one off the top of my head, it would be um, I definitely want to get more stolen bases. That's one of them, but that's probably not the top one. But um, probably lead, lead, lead our team in either slugging or RBIs. I, I love that. I think that's, you know, a great way to win games. I want to drive people in. And I, I want to score, too, so runs or something like that. I have I have bad news for you, man. I don't think you're gonna lead it because you're probably gonna be promoted soon to Beloit. You're you're looking really good, man. Um, well, I that. And hopefully you get promoted now, so you don't have to start over there in friggin' March or April <laughs> next season. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not used to the cold. Oh wow, yeah, man, it gets brutal up there. It gets brutal up there. We we talk to those guys <laughs> too. Anyways, um, I hope I hope as Daniel said, and you definitely deserve it that you are promoted earlier than that. But if you are promoted, then I'm sure you'll deal with it because you've dealt with everything that's come your way uh, very well. So, um, man, yeah, thank I, you, guys. we want to thank you so much, Brady, uh, for coming on the show. As I said, post game, it's, it's 918 here, East coast. You got a game tomorrow at 12 PM. So uh, we, we apologize for the timing, but we definitely appreciate no, you coming on no, the show. Yeah, no, no problem at all. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on. We appreciate it. We'll let you get out of here. That's Brady Allen, guys, our uh, our main prospect of the month, which has permeated into a very good June. Great guy. We wish him nothing but the best of luck in the future here. Hopefully seeing him uh, continue his success with Jupiter, maybe up to Beloit, as Daniel said, pretty soon. I think it's definitely possible. So, Brady, man, again, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it, and we wish you the best of luck. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. So there you have it, guys. Some excellent stuff from a very impressionable guy, Brady Allen. This guy exhibited excellent plate discipline in college, and he's continuing to do it here in the pros while finding his stroke against single A pitching. As we said in the interview, Danny and I would love to see this guy up at single A advanced, and we definitely think that will be in the cards for Brady 
who will turn 23 in September. You guys know about all about other names in the outfield for this organization, but get to know the name Brady Allen. He has put TJ in the rearview mirror and is playing great all-around baseball on both sides of the ball, his first year pro and just his second and third month pro now. We hope we helped you learn a bit about his, him today. So that'll do it, guys. We want to thank Brady for jumping on the show with us post-game last week. We also want to thank the Jupiter Hammerheads and Miami Marlins for putting it together and making it possible. We hope you guys enjoyed it, and we will see you guys next time on Swimming Upstream.